Welcome to Influencer Business, where influencers get help with the hard stuff. Think of us as your business bible. We're a team of influencers and entrepreneurs dedicated to bringing professional resources and infrastructure to our community. I'm Rich Gudelari, CEO of Trove. I'm an entrepreneur focused on helping influencers run and grow their businesses with the resources and information they need. I host this podcast as well as a live webinar called Office Hours, which takes place every Wednesday. Here, I dig deeper into each weekly topic and answer all of your most pressing questions. Our weekly podcast features guests from across the professional landscape, sharing their experiences and advice and answering questions from the Trove community, which you can submit on our website at www.trovebusiness.com. Welcome back to Influencer Business. I'm your host, Rich Scudelari. Very excited to have you with us here this week. We have an amazing episode lined up for you. We're sitting down with the queen of technology, Chloe Watts. Chloe is the founder and CEO of Chloe Digital. Chloe Digital is a service, a membership service for influencers and bloggers. They partner with you and provide you with all the tech support you could ever need and consulting services to help you grow your influencer business to new heights. But before we get to the interview, I want to make a quick plug from us here at Trove. If you listen to the podcast and you like what you hear, please give us that five-star rating and leave us a glowing review. It always helps and we really do appreciate it. With that out of the way and without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Chloe Watts to the podcast. Chloe, thanks so much for joining us today on Influencer Business. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Oh, it's great to have you. Well, before we jump into kind of the core topics here, tell us a little bit about Chloe Digital, what you guys are doing, how it all got started. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure thing. I'll definitely take you back to the beginning. So um, (laughs) Chloe Digital really came about very haphazardly, you know, my name was Chloe and I love digital things. And I, I decided to start a business called Chloe Digital. At the time, I didn't know what it would really be about. Um, and the industry was changing so fast as it continues to do now. So I wasn't really sure, but I love the name and I love the energy towards bringing this feminine energy into this very manly technical space, um, mm-hmm. which was very much a figure of who I am. You know, I'm very feminine. Um, and people always thought it was very strange that I was always into technical things. So <laughs> <laughs> from young, you know, I used to be obsessed with the latest phones back then. We'd have so many different types of phones and I used to be so obsessed with them. When I got my first laptop, I was completely obsessed. And when I did get my first laptop, I then learned how to code um, as mm-hmm. a teenager. So, What languages were you coding in out of curiosity? So I started off with front end, so HTML and CSS, and then mm-hmm. I moved into back end uh, PHP, which okay. in the future then led me to working with WordPress, which is built on PHP as a language. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was completely, you know, accidental. I just loved being on the computer. And I, and I feel like, as I, I say it was accidental, but I do think it was partly meant to be because I did love everything technical. It was most likely going to lead me to a, a coding space, which is what mm-hmm. happened. Um, but I never knew that you could create a career or anything like that with coding. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was so so wonderful. I love the fact that I could create, um, but I didn't know what I would do with it. So as I kind of grew up and I kind of coined this name was Chloe Digital, you know, this girl that liked technical things. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to, the blogging industry started to kind of come up. This is, you know, a good 10 years ago. Um, yeah. And I used to have a lot of friends who were bloggers in, in the kind of London uh, fashion technology scene. And whenever I would, you know, meet up with them or say we're having a lunch or whatever. And they'd tell me, you know, that their website currently was down. And I'd say, what? Like, 
how are you living? Your website is down. And they'd say, yeah, like I just don't know what to do and I don't know who to turn to. So I'd normally just whip up my laptop and then fix it for them. Um, And they'd be, you know, so grateful that I could help them. And I'd also really explain to them why it had happened. So, you know, you forgot to pay for your hosting provider or you uploaded images that were way too big and the server couldn't handle it. So I'd really kind of explain to them in a way that they could understand why an issue had occurred. Um, But at the time, it was just kind of fun and games. You know, my friends were like, oh, that's you, Chloe Digital. Thanks, love. And then we kind of, (laughs) you know, (laughs) move on with our lives. Um, But then kind of one summer, the summer of 2014, I kind of had like, you know, that uh, euphoric moment where Mm -hmm. I thought, hang on a second, I could kind of turn me helping out my blogger friends into an actual business. Um, And I can kind of provide them a level of support where they actually feel comfortable to know. Because, you know, you don't really want to ask your friends for favors all the time. You'd actually prefer to kind of pay them for a service. Mm -hmm. Um, So I basically wrapped up what I was doing and helping my friends into a service that they could pay for monthly, which then became tech support for bloggers. That's incredible. It's funny that you say like, it wasn't meant to be, but it was meant to be. Mm. You created this persona, this name, and you naturally found a wonderful niche. And you started to just, and everybody started to call you Chloe Digital. Yeah. And you became this digital troubleshooter, effectively. Mm-hmm. And it just morphed into a business. That's that's really awesome. So it started out with just you. Where is Chloe Digital today? Oh, wow. So it's it's in a completely different space. I mean, back then it was me. <laughs> You're doing world tours now. <laughs> Literally. That was me at home um, on the dining room table at my mom's house doing all the tech support on my laptop. Uh, right. And now we look after 300 bloggers worldwide um, and we provide them yeah, with a very, very high level of, of support uh, every single day. That's amazing. Talk to us a little bit about, so it's, it you know, you started from this place of I am feminine, but I also love everything technical. Talk to us a little bit about how that has played into Chloe Digital's mission today. Oh, yes, most definitely. I mean, for me, you know, I was always uh, an anomaly, you know. I remember writing Mm -hmm. this article many, many years ago called The Unlikely Female in Tech um, because when I was growing up, I'd love to buy Elle magazine, but then I'd also like to buy a technical magazine as well. And I'd read them both and enjoy them both the same. Um, But I found that, those blogger friends that I had, you know, majority of them are women and they were starting to build these businesses with technology, but they didn't really have a technical understanding because they didn't have the same foundation that I did. So they had more of a creative understanding. Um, Mm -hmm. So I really felt that there was a real gap there in the market market to be able to blend those two things in together and that they mm-hmm. didn't need to be separate. It didn't need to be unlikely, you know, and that's really become yeah. a real main mission for me that it doesn't have to be, you know, we don't have to do specific events about women in tech or, you know, because it's so such a niche. Um, Because for Mm -hmm. me, it was always so natural. I never knew that it was something that other people went into the same way I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because just how you have created your own business, you're now empowering these women to build and expand their own businesses. You started off in technology and continue to grow in technology. You're helping them build their creative endeavors beyond probably what they thought they could. Oh, most definitely. And that is my biggest motivation, you know, because technology empowered me all those years ago as a teenager. That's what I strive to do every single day when I'm working with our members is how can we empower them with the technology and with the work that we're doing in order for them to build their businesses and then in turn influence those women who are looking to them. 
Mm-hmm. Well, let's start. Let's start at a very basic level. Why should somebody sign up for a service like Chloe Digital? Why shouldn't they just try to do it on their own? I mean, it's very difficult to do anything by yourself. You know, if you're trying to run a business, how can you do absolutely everything by yourself? Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 just a crazy thing to even think. You you need to be able to delegate, and you need to be able to have that support from people who know more than you do in certain sectors. You know, right. there's certain things that I don't know a lot about, and therefore I have team members that do that instead of myself. So with mm-hmm. tech, I feel like, especially when your business foundation is the technology, you need mm-hmm. to make sure that you have the right infrastructure and you need to make sure that you have the right people around you in order to make sure that your shop, so to speak, is safe. Right, right. Absolutely. Because your business is built on a foundation of technology, but really the core competency that you have as an influencer is creating content, engaging with your audience and engaging with brands. So every hour that you spend trying to figure out why your website is buggy or why your email newsletter is not working is an hour that you could spend on something else that's actually going to help your business grow in a more kind of rapid way. And so delegating those tasks to somebody like yourself who probably can make that fix in, I don't know, 10 minutes as opposed to five hours is such a smart move. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, I often say to people, as soon as they can afford the service, they should get it because Mm -hmm. it's basically an insurance for your blog. You know, insurance is one of those must-haves. It's like when you're adulting, you save and you have insurance. So Chloe Digital, I see the tech support side of our business as the insurance for a blog. So Mm -hmm. if you as an influencer, like you said, are spending so much time doing these types of tasks, where is the return on investment there for yourself? Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and especially with influencers now, they are spread so thin to do so many mm-hmm. different things. Why not just kind of delegate the tech stuff to somebody who knows what they're doing? Right. Absolutely. And you have it set up as a membership. Why did you do that as opposed to just pay by the hour? Good question. So the reason why I set up Co-Digital as a membership is it kind of goes back to my legacy statement about empowering women. I really wanted Mm -hmm. to create a community base to what we were doing instead of it just being like, you send in an email, your site's broken, and we just say it's fixed. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no human behind that. There's no love. There's no care. And for me, I always wanted the women to feel empowered by what they're doing. So by having a membership, it enabled us to create a community around what we was doing to actually educate and empower them. So from the membership, it's allowed us to do amazing events and conferences and stuff like that to really build that community, um, Mm -hmm. which is one of the most important thing for me. And especially with women, community is one of the most important things to help women succeed. Absolutely. And it's also brought on these other benefits. So Chloe Digital is technology first, but as a member, you also get a bunch of other benefits because you, Chloe Digital, focus specifically on the influencer niche. And therefore, because of the vast reach that you guys have, you can bring other things to the table besides just the technology insurance. Exactly. So the membership allows you to have access to other members within it. It allows us to do anything within the network. And for me, I, whenever I speak to a member, I always say, whenever you see me out and about or you see me on my stories or whatever, I'm actually doing things for you. I'm meeting people for you to expand mm-hmm. your network. Uh, whether I'm right. meeting somebody from Google or Pinterest or whether I'm meeting somebody from an agency or whatever, what have you. Because when mm-hmm. I know that a member needs to be connected with that company or that person, we're able to do that for them. That's incredible. So 
Let's talk about, because you've built this vast community of people, you see a lot of things, right? What are some of the most common technical issues that influencers face? I'd say one of the most common issues, and unfortunately, this is an issue so prevalent today as it was five years ago, and that's Mm -hmm. bad hosting. Uh, (laughs) It seems pretty basic, right? It seems so basic. And I think what the issue is, is that hosting that isn't so good is normally cheap. So when you don't have the technical understanding of what you really need for your website as a business, and you see a company offering hosting for $2.99, you sign up for it. They have the most marketing dollars, so they can say whatever they want to say to you for you to feel that this is the best thing that you should be doing for your business. And then as time goes on and you, things start to fail, you don't understand why they are failing. And a lot of the time yeah. it's because of the server that you're on. It's being shared by thousands of other sites with probably loads of different issues on their sites, which also impacts your own. Like You don't realize that you think your website is singular, but it's not. If it's on a shared server with other sites, and if that site, for example, gets hacked or there's malware, that can also affect yours as well. Wow, that's interesting to hear that's the number one technical issue because mm-hmm. it's actually pretty easy to fix. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's not super expensive either to it's, fix. It's but, not. And one of those things with money, it's just about where you place value. So, right. for example, someone would say, oh, you know, $40 a month for hosting, that's insane. But you're going mm-hmm. to Zara and you'll buy a top for $40. So, yeah. when you actually think about the actual value, how mm-hmm. much do you value your business? And therefore, you should invest in the right technical infrastructure. It's the most important thing. Yeah. And and you think about it in terms of ROI, you could spend $3 a month and be down for X number of minutes. Exactly. Or you can spend 40 bucks a month and never be down. And you think about every minute you're down, you're losing opportunity, you're losing money, you're losing followers. Exactly. So it's really, really important. Um, And so... Is that the issue that you have to go in and fix most often? So often we end up making fixes because of those problems, but then we find that they will have reoccurring issues because they don't want to change servers, even to the point where, you know, sometimes I've even had calls of members where I'm like, you must change your server. This is ridiculous at this point. (laughs) Um, They're like, okay. Um, But yeah, that's what we find, a lot of that. And I think the second most um, common one is kind of plugging conflicts. Uh, with, uh, yep. with plugins, things people don't realize, they'll see a plugin online and think, oh, I'll have a bit of that. And then all of a sudden, you've got 50 <laughs> plugins on your website right. that are all essentially 50 different scripts made by 50 different people inserted mm-hmm. into your one website. So they right. all need to work harmoniously together. And often they don't. And mm-hmm. not only that, WordPress itself, which is all the sites that we work with are, ba- are based on, um, mm-hmm. they have their own updates, which then the plugins need right. to be kind of compatible with those. So often we find kind of incompatibilities with plugins or someone will add a plugin where it hasn't been updated um, in the last three years. And, you know, the plugin developer has gone ghost. Um, And that can cause a lot of issues as well. No, it's incredibly complex because WordPress is this wonderful platform that starts out at a basic level, right? And they're constantly updating it, right? Automatic is a great company. They've created this wonderful product. And then what they have is this layer on top where people can create plugins. And it's interesting because you have automatic rolling out WordPress updates. And then each developer, it's on them to update the plugins. And so it might be one bad plugin that can cause everything else to fall out of whack. And that's why it's so incredibly important to have a partner on the technical side who can help you weed through that. Because if you have 
three, five, 10, 20 different mm-hmm. plugins. How the heck are you going to figure out which one is not working if you really don't have any background in technology? Exactly. And why should you? Why not just right? Leave it yeah. To the why people? are you spending your time on that? <laughs> you need to be answering emails, reaching out to brands, talking to your audience, creating content. That exactly. is what brings Making value. Money. Exactly. Right. Right. And let Chloe support you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, what would you say? All right. So, we've talked a little bit about the uh, server issues and making sure you have a good hosting. Can you give a quick plug for? a good host? Uh, One of our favorite hosting companies is WP Engine. Often people think WP Engine is associated with WordPress because it starts with WP, but it's not. Um, WP Engine is a managed WordPress hosting company and they're one of uh, the providers that we often recommend for people. Um, And they've got Mm -hmm. great support, which I think was one of the issues. A lot of the companies don't have great support. So you're on the phone with them for hours and hours and they say, oh, we've put a ticket in for you. And have they really, (laughs) you don't know. Um, But their support is incredible. So yeah, they're one of our favorites. That's awesome. So uh, service providers aside on on, on the hosting side of things, what are the biggest mistakes that influencers are making on their actual websites? You know, whether it's SEO related, whether it's, you know, something in the infrastructure, what is it that they're currently missing on? So one that springs to mind, which is one of the most basic things, and it's not glamorous at all, but it's such a common problem, is not writing your name on your about page. It is People don't even realize it that because you're producing so much content and you're talking about your life a lot, you're talking about your husband, you're talking about your kids, you're talking about your three dogs, but there's nowhere on the site that actually says your name. So the person Mm -hmm. can actually connect and know who you are. It's so often it just starts with, I like this, I did that. um, And nobody knows your name is Stephanie. So that is something that I've it's been an issue for me for many, many years. And still to this day, I go on people's about pages and I can't find what their name is. I then have to go onto their Instagram to find out what their name is because yeah. I couldn't find it on their website, which, you know, I'll go that extra mile, but most people wouldn't. Right. And that's that's so fascinating because that's not even a technical thing. That's yeah. simply just content. <laughs> Literally, that is just content. And how big of an impact does that actually have on somebody's followers, on somebody's sponsorship opportunities? I think it makes a huge impact because you only get, you know, one time to make a really good first impression. Um, there's so mm-hmm. many different websites out there. There's so much competition. So you want to make sure that when somebody comes to your website for the first time, they're going to connect with you so that they can come back again. And one of the ways they do that is by going to your about page. Like we often find when we look at people's Google Analytics, the about page is one of the highest trafficked pages on any website because people mm-hmm. are, are keen to know about that person. So why waste that opportunity and not make it an incredible page that not only says who you are, but actually details what you're about so that when that reader reads that, they see something in themselves and they actually feel the influence, so to speak, you know, the the good Mm -hmm. version of influence, influencer. And they actually feel that and think, hang on a second, I like Stephanie. I'm going to check back in on her content again. So I think this is a perfect encapsulation of why influencers should be working with someone like Chloe Digital, because this is only something that you can pick up as somebody who is focused exclusively on this industry, right? If you just go to a shop or a consultant, they're not going to give you this type of feedback because they're going to be focused on just the nuts and the bolts, which is important. But Mm -hmm. the fact that you are talking to everybody under the sun in this industry, whether it's the Googles and the Pinterest of the world, whether it's other influencers, Mm -hmm. whether it's other service providers that you work with, you're noticing these trends and these really important things that other folks who aren't embedded in the industry 24-7 don't pick up. 
Oh, most definitely. I mean, I notice everything. Like I can even, <laughs> I can go on a website and I can tell you what theme it is or the theme provider yeah. just by looking at yeah. it. Um, because I'm on it, I'm on the websites every single day and I completely agree with you. And I, I, purposefully chose to really niche down um, mm-hmm. in order to have that effect so that when yeah. when people kind of join the membership they know that they are actually speaking to the experts in their niche and it's not all of right. a sudden you'll see oh we've just launched this new plumbers website you'd be completely confused <laughs> <laughs> that's right now of course I'm a little biased because we've been you know you've been a partner for memorandum for a long time I think we were one of the first five clients or so. Yes. Uh, Mary was one of your first five clients. Uh, And it's just been incredible to see Chloe Digital grow and, you know, see the the universe of influencers that you're empowering expand. Um, How many countries uh, are you in right now in terms of clientele? Oh, I couldn't even tell you in many countries around <laughs> the world, like even some of the smallest countries we're in, but our biggest market today is America. Um, and people mm-hmm. are often shocked when they hear me speak and they think, oh, I thought you were from New York. And I'm like, no, I'm London born and bred, but um, our biggest market <laughs> is the US. <laughs> well, and it's so interesting because you're focused on the technical side of building websites and helping influencers grow their businesses. But we've been hearing for years that blogs are dead. Why why are blogs and websites still so important in today's world where Instagram seems to dominate? Love that question. So for me, a website and social media isn't the same thing. Email marketing Mm -hmm. and SEO isn't the same thing, but they're both important. So I feel like it's not one thing taken over from the other. It's about understanding what the core goal is for each and then acting accordingly. So a website is always going to be the foundation of your business, right? It's something that you own. It's something that you can you control. Um, and you need to make sure that you always keep it. I think sometimes within our space, specifically within the, the kind of the fashion and style and beauty influencer space, I think that there has been such a shift to social media because that's where most of the brands are and that's where they make their money. So when they're looking at that return on investment. They're thinking, okay, well, it's a lot more effort for me to create a blog post than it is for me to um, create content for my Instagram, which Mm -hmm. is fine. But that's when you're kind of seeing yourself as talent, the same way you'd be a model, right? A model goes to um, a photo shoot or does a runway show and they are talent and they are being paid by that brand. But when you're seeing Mm -hmm. yourself as a business owner, that's a completely different game. As a business Mm -hmm. owner, we never look for one income stream. It doesn't make any sense because if that income stream dried up, we'd be out of business. You know, if, for example, I only had one client and that client left us, I'd have to (laughs) fire everybody. I'd have to send everybody a message and say, you're all fired. Doesn't make any sense. No business operates that way. If you, if you, Mm -hmm. if that business ever tried to get investment or do anything, they wouldn't get far because people say that doesn't make sense because that person, you ruin that relationship and therefore you're out of business. So you always need to be looking for different opportunities. And therefore having a website enables you to do that because the website enables you to cultivate an audience on your own terms, understand the audience, really understand them, really segment them, and then decide how you're going to market to them. You know, how are you going to sell to them and whether that be via the site, social media, in person, your shop, whatever. But if you don't kind Mm -hmm. of have that base, you can't make those executive decisions. 
No, absolutely. hundred percent. And you started Chloe Digital. Well, you started troubleshooting a long time ago, but it sounds like you started officially Chloe Digital in 2014. Mm-hmm. So you've been through an evolution of social media back when Facebook was the big deal growing super mm. fast. Now that has tailed off and people who were big on Facebook maybe don't command the same attention that they used to simply because it has passed on the torch, if you will, to Instagram as the platform du jour. Mm -hmm. And so you've seen this evolution, but one thing that hasn't changed is the importance of having a robust website, like you said. Yeah, it hasn't changed at all. And it's just even more important because if you're smart about it and noticing these changes that are happening on Instagram, for example, you should not neglect your website because you've spent so much time and energy and money building all of that content, why put yourself in jeopardy to lose it all? It just doesn't make Mm -hmm. any sense to me. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's hard though, because there are a lot of dollars flowing in Instagram and you absolutely, I think as an influencer, you need to have a big presence on Instagram Mm -hmm. and spend a lot of time there. But like you said, as a business owner, you need multiple ways of creating revenue. You need multiple ways of producing content Mm -hmm. and having one platform that you own that that is purely yours and nobody else's that nobody can take away from you is incredibly important. And over the next, let's go, let's call it the next five years. How do you see things evolving on the website side, on the blog side? What is going to be important? Where should people be spending their time? How should they think about their websites as this kind of industry continues to evolve? Yeah, definitely. I think what we're going to more and more see, I mean, you've probably seen, you know, a lot of stuff about um, artificial intelligence and how that's becoming more and more prevalent in our lives. It has been for a long time, um, but it's becoming more and more so. I think within the influencer space, it's going to continue to become important because the issue at hand is how do we work at scale? You know, a lot, I've listened to, you know, a lot of your amazing podcast sessions and a lot of the women spoke about hiring teams and having the right people around them and et cetera, et cetera. But then they still do the content or, you know, they're the editor and the chief. They're always these things. And there's only one of them and there are only 24 hours in a day. So what can be done online to be able to create scale so that they can actually Mm -hmm. advance their businesses to the next level? So whether that be, you know, um, showing related content on your website that is relatable to me versus when you go to a website and it's relatable to you. And therefore that's going to be a better ROI or showing a different homepage or just doing different things with content in order to actually connect with an audience better. I think that's going to be very, very important because people are consistently having, you know, less and less time and they want things to be more and more personalized. But at the same time, they want everything from their favorite influencer who's just one person. Right. It's it's an interesting dichotomy, right? It feels a little bit like a weird situation to be in where you want all this diversity, diversity of content specifically for me, but from one person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now most people do follow several different influencers, but I think that's really interesting. I, I agree. The evolution is, is already underway. I would say that AI is still behind where people thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. but it is, I think one of these curves that accelerates very quickly once people start to Obviously, the technology gets cheaper to implement it, hardware yes, gets cheaper definitely. to implement it, and it becomes more accessible to folks who are in the small business realm, if yes, you will. Most definitely. Now, you've always been a big com- proponent of email newsletters. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I love that you know that. (laughs) The reason why email marketing and email newsletters and anything to do with email is so important is because it allows you to actually 
get the email of somebody from your audience, which is a great conversation startup for you to build a relationship with that person. You know, with email, mm-hmm. we see email a, a much more sacred place than we see our who we follow on a social network. Um, and also with email, you get a lot more rich data, audience data on those people as you, as opposed you do to any other uh, platform. So that's mm-hmm. why I've always seen it as something really important because if you actually cultivate and nurture an audience of people over email, they are basically your market for any product or any service that you want to create. Um, And it gives you the opportunity to segment, you know, for example, we speak a lot to our clients, you know, as they've kind of grown over the years, they maybe started with fashion, then they moved to beauty, and then they had a baby, and then all these different life changes happen for them. But there's some people in Mm -hmm. the audience might be more compelled to a certain type of content versus another type. But on social media, it's basically one one thing fits all. You know, if you're not interested in hearing... Right, you can't segment the audience. Exactly. And you'll see a lot of influencers yeah. saying, oh, sorry for my non-mummy followers, but loads of people have asked me this, or sorry to this group because loads of people have asked me that. And that they're always fearful that they're going to lose some of their audience when they're having a lot of life changes. Um, but with email, you can actually segment and understand who those people are at a granular level so you could provide targeted content for them and therefore increase um, your return on investment. Yeah, that's incredible. And you can help them with that, right? It's not this massive undertaking, right? It's something that you've done time and time again. And it's not, they, they sh- people shouldn't be scared of it. You make it approachable for them and you will help them implement those strategies to be able to reach their audience in really unique ways. Yes. I think one of the biggest problems that people have with things like that is they don't understand how easy and approachable it can be mm. with the right partner. Everybody says, well, this is amazing. I'd love to create segmented email campaigns, but I don't know where to start. Well, between MailChimp and Chloe Digital, it actually makes it pretty easy, right? Most definitely. And I think it's just the understanding. And once you understand, then, you know, it's, it's game over. But there's so many amazing tools that makes things a lot more easy for people. But yes, I think at first it can be a bit daunting. And that's why social is such a, you know, a bright spark because everything is quite easy and quite simple and straightforward. Right. Absolutely. And with social, you don't really have a choice. It feels like (laughs) it feels like you have a bit of a choice on the website and some of these other tools side, but that's only because it's a longer cycle and it's easier to get lost in kind of the moment where the dollars are flowing versus the long-term game. Um, Again, not advocating that you take any time or attention away from your Instagram or whatever platform you're biggest on, but making these investments, uh, making these investments in other platforms, specifically your website, are incredibly important. I think Bill Gates said that uh, we overestimate how much we can get done in a year, but we underestimate how much we can get done in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so people often have this near-term kind of mentality when they also have to be thinking about what they're going to be doing over the course of years or months in some cases, opposed to just the next five days. Yeah, I mean, most definitely. And I think one of the kind of issues is, and this is something that I discussed with your wife, Mary, many years ago, you know, (laughs) it's that the difference between working in the business and working on the business. Um, And a lot of time is spent with the influencer working in it, producing the content, putting it up, speaking with the brands, doing all these different types of things and working in the business. But you need to also spend time working on it and work out, okay, who are my true partners? For example, Chloe Digital helps me with tech support. Fantastic. 
How am I growing? Where am I within the space? What is it that my goals are? Where, where am I trying to, to, to take this? Um, and often mm-hmm. when I ask people, you know, what are your goals? They'll say, oh, to grow my following. And I'll say, so mm-hmm. what you want on your tombstone to say that she grew her following? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, what is the actual yeah. goal? Um, right. And when they dig deep, there's usually a very big goal that they actually have, but they're just too scared to kind of say it out loud. But once mm-hmm. you kind of do say what that is, we can kind of work backwards from there and think about what are the action steps that we need to kind of put into place in order to you to reach that. And you might not get there, like you said, for another 10 years, but at least we're kind of doing the work now. Right. Absolutely. So I want to get more specific about some of these things. Mm-hmm. So if I am looking to up the investment in my website, whether I don't have a website currently, whether I want to upgrade, you know, simple upgrades like a slight facelift, or if I want to completely redo, where do you tell people to start? Perfect question. So where I tell people to start is back to what I said there about the goal. What is the mission here? You know, often when people come to us and they want to get a site redesign and they don't know why, I just say no. I just tell the team no, because it's not for vanity. Your goal can't be because you saw someone else's website and it looks nicer than yours and therefore you want to change yours. That doesn't make any sense. Every new investment in your website, whether it's making a new one or changing what you have, it needs to progress you from where you were before. So you need to actually have, you know, that goal in mind of what you're looking to achieve by making that investment. And then that's the only way that you can know it will be worthwhile. So is the goal to increase your monetization opportunities across your site? Because you're making X amount, you want to make Y amount, and therefore you need to make pivots on your site in order to increase those opportunities. Or is it because you want to um, grow in email marketing and therefore you need to be adding subscriptions around your website? You need a pop-up, you need a subscribe page in order to grow your email list. You know, you need Mm -hmm. to really understand what the actual goal is and have it written down. And then we work backwards from there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's that's incredible advice because you can't just do something because somebody else does it. You have to have a very specific plan in place. Going back to the example you give, oh, I just want to grow. Okay, well, if you grow 10, is that is that good? Like, (laughs) is that 10 people? Is that 10,000? Like what, you know, what is that growth, you know, comes in many different forms. Because if you have specific goals, like you said, you can work backwards and build in specific steps to get there. Exactly. And it's, it's a thing where don't be afraid, just say what it is that you want, but also be realistic. I mean, some people will have a hundred page views a month and they'll say that they want a million by the end of the year after their site redesign. Like, okay, well, <laughs> that's not going to happen. But right. be, but also be ambitious uh, because you never know where you're going to land. You know, if you do think ambitious then you, you know, what they say, shoot for the um, I think it's shoot for the moon because you might land among the stars. Exactly, that's the same. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's how I feel with, with people. And, you know, I do, like I say, don't do it for vanity. But then at the same time, we do find a lot of clients who have got bored with their layout and therefore they're not as compelled to produce content anymore. And I, I do think that is a reason to have a site redesign because if you're not compelled to produce content anymore, then your website's going to die out. Um, so often we have done redesigns for that purpose and they've then come back to us to say, oh, I'm so excited to produce content. It's so much fun now. It's so much more playful than it was before. Um, and therefore mm-hmm. their traffic has grown because now their readers are feeling that revigored energy from that person. So I think that's also yeah. a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a maybe a metrics driven reason. It could simply be this needs a facelift because 
I need more inspiration myself. Exactly. And that's completely legitimate. Mm-hmm. So, all right, here's, here's another question for you. The three tools that influencers should not be living without when it comes to their websites. Fantastic. So free tools, great hosting, which I mentioned that's one of, that's the key tool, great hosting. Mm-hmm. Um, great tech support, which in the form of Chloe Digital. Um, uh-huh. And then I'd say the third most important tool is Yoast SEO, which is a plugin. Um, and that okay. is one of them that kind of become like a standard plugin for WordPress sites for SEO, but it's really helpful. Like the guys that have spent years and years and years creating an amazing plugin to make it easy for people to kind of do SEO for their website. So it's, it's a definite mm-hmm. must have. That's awesome. We just had Jordan Becerra on from uh, Influencer SEO, talked all about SEO. So very important topic. Make sure you're using Yoast SEO plugin. Been using it. Mary's been using it for years. Yeah. It really, really can help. And and again, it's it's building and compounding over time. It's not just about what you're going to do tomorrow, but where things are going to be in a year or two years from now. Exactly. And and that's the thing is why sometimes people find SEO so difficult because it's not. It, you don't get instant gratification from it. Um, you have to really plan ahead of time. But it's really amazing. And actually, one final one, which is very important as important as the others is Google Analytics for your site. Um, often, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we'll start working with somebody and they've been blogging for years and they have no analytics because they were scared. And I say, right. oh my goodness, that's insane. So we don't know anything about your audience. <laughs> um, right, right. So Google Analytics is so important and not only just to have it, but to check it regularly and not to be afraid of it. So you can actually mm-hmm. understand how your audience behaves on your website. Because if you know how they behave, that will then help you make better and more informed decisions. I think this this is a really interesting point because a lot of the reason people avoid things, whether it's running their business or in their personal life, is because of fear. Mm. They are scared of diving into Google Analytics. And listen, I'm pretty technically competent and Google Analytics can be a bit of a mess, yeah. right? There's a reason you create custom reports in Google Analytics because the way it's set up is not conducive to a just general user. Mm-hmm. It's built for really high tech, deep deep diving kind of data scientists, right? But the same thing goes for accounting. The same thing goes for exactly. finance. The same thing goes for hiring lawyers. People generally don't do something because they're scared. So Chloe, how do you guys make this whole world more approachable for influencers? Well, that's just it. it we digest things for people and really make them understand in the way that would make sense for them. And like I said, that's something that I've been doing for many, many years before this business, just explaining to people in a way that makes sense. And then when you kind of see in their eyes that it clicks, then you know they take that information forward and they never let it go because they've learned something for life. So for us, when people email in and they're worried or they're scared or whatever the issues are, we say to them, just we'll keep having the conversation until you come back to us and say, I get it. And if we, if it takes yeah. us six months, it'll take us six months, but we'll keep going until you understand because we know it's important for you and we'll always want you to put your best foot forward. That's awesome. And what would you say to folks who don't have a website? Influencers who are looking to build their business don't have a website and are scared to kind of jump into that ocean, if you will. What would you say to them? I'd say that get yourself a website and just 
make yourself a plan that has minimum commitment right now. So looking at your life right now and how it's set up, you could probably find a couple of hours a week, a week here or there that you could commit to this website. So I'd say kind of launch it with something very low cost, like a theme, a lot of things cost between 50 and a hundred dollars. Um, and then you get mm-hmm. your good hosting. So your, your, your investment is very low. Um, and then commit yourself to a couple of hours a week of producing some really great quality content and put Google Analytics from the start as well as Yoast SEO. Then when you give mm-hmm. yourself maybe three to six months of being consistent with it, then you then look at your stats and you start to see what your audience is resonating over other things. And it will start to be a bit of a boost because you're starting to see a bit of traffic and maybe, you know, you've spent so much time on Instagram, you could probably get a percentage of that audience over from Instagram to your blog. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then once you start to understand your audience and you start to see where they're gravitating towards, then you make the investment in the better, you know, all bells and whistles website. You know, I never say to people who don't have a website to spend so much money on it because you might have to pivot really soon depending on how the audience reacts. And this doesn't have to be a several thousand dollar endeavor. I think you hit hit it on the head. Yeah. You can get started on WordPress for, you know, you you can create an account and all that for very little. You can buy a theme. For all of this, you can get started for less than 200 bucks and you pay your hosting fee monthly. And the other thing about Google Analytics is you can go in and if you want to get a good feel for where people are going, all you have to do is look at which pages get the most views. Exactly. And that at a very that that is a perfect way just to start. And I'm a big proponent of kind of the lean startup methodology mm-hmm. where you build something inexpensively, you put it out there, you get feedback and you continue to iterate. And that's how somebody without a website should approach creating one. Yes, most definitely. I mean, we're working with one of our clients right now on a site redesign and she's been working with us for must be over three years now. Um, And when she joined and she was moving over, I think from Blogger at the time, you know, we just started with a basic theme, we made a couple of tweaks for her um, and then she was kind of good to go. You know, I I never say to people, oh, you need to invest tens of thousands of dollars because I just, I just, it doesn't sit right in my heart knowing that you've just started and it it just doesn't make sense. So now, three years later, now that she's got all of this amazing metrics and understanding about her audience, like she's been killing it with the email marketing game, now she's ready to invest with us on that mega website. And it's such an exciting opportunity for us as well, because we've got all that rich data to pull in to how we actually design this new website for her. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. then that will then catapult her to her next level um, of her business. So that's the most exciting Right, because you already know what her audience likes. Exactly. You know where they want to spend their time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's an important part of this whole design process, because you don't want to, you know, if, if you're building a website about sports and everybody likes football and nobody likes likes basketball, you don't want to put basketball first, exactly. you, want to put, you know, the thing that's going to drive you. Yeah. And I apologize for using a sports <laughs> metaphor, but that's really what's happening. If you're, if you're building a website and your audience loves beauty, don't put fashion first yeah. or don't put lifestyle first, put beauty where they can see it and find it and, and, and engage with it exactly. in a really interesting way. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, it's these building blocks, it's these small building blocks, taking the long view saying it's not going to happen tomorrow, but a year from now or two years from now, the foundation that I put in place will come back and pay enormous dividends and the ROI will be incredible. 100%. So Chloe, if somebody needs help, if somebody is looking for that uh, partner on the technical side, where can they go? 
they can go to chloedigital.com. We offer tech support as well as strategic support. So all of the SEO, email marketing, growth strategy, we help with all of that, as well as building new websites for our clients, building amazing and fun feature extensions for our clients. For example, way back, we built Mary's 30 Dresses uh, portal on her website, which was so Mm -hmm. fun and so innovative at the time. (laughs) Um, And then because our clients are, you know, building their businesses and getting to their next level. We've also expanded to actually work on e-com and and apps as well, because we have a very fantastic development team. Um, And as our clients grow their businesses, we kind of want to grow along with their journey as well. That's incredible. So ChloeDigital.com, I can personally vouch for them. Uh, Mary's been with Chloe and I've known Chloe now for a very long time. So uh, if you need some help, that's the place to go. Uh, Chloe, thanks so much for joining us today on Influencer Business. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you, Rich. It's been amazing. Thanks again to Chloe for joining us today on Influencer Business. Just a quick plug for them. They are awesome. As I mentioned before, Mary and I have worked with Chloe for a long, long time since the very early days of Mary's business. And they have just been an incredible partner throughout. And whether you're just getting started or you've been an influencer for a long time, they will not only bring you help on the technical side and give you peace of mind, but they have incredible relationships across the industry. They have so much information and they can be quite helpful as you think through the strategy behind your business. So I definitely would go check them out. That's chloedigital.com. They're an amazing service. They are worth their weight in gold. And and as you think about where you're spending your time and your money, think about the ROI. And I can guarantee you that time and money spent with Chloe Digital is time well spent. But to do a quick recap on the conversation that we just had on Chloe, I wanted to pull out a few things that I think are really important. One of the first things that she talked about isn't even technology related. It's more focused around setting goals and being very specific about them. Don't just say you want to grow. Say how you want to grow, what you want to grow, and be very specific about it so that you can actually build a roadmap to get there. Because if you don't do that, you're just going to end up in this wasteland where you don't have any path to follow. Number two, the single biggest mistake that influencers make is choosing a poor hosting for their websites. I think this is incredibly important because people often don't think about the technology that underpins their websites. So make sure you have a good host provider. Chloe recommends WP Engine. Definitely check them out. If you have more questions, make sure you hit her and her team up at chloedigital.com. The final point that I want to bring forward from our conversation is, is really important and something that she mentioned early on in the conversation. You as a business owner have a number of different platforms and a number of different tools, and each of them serves a very specific purpose. The purpose of your Instagram is very different than your website. SEO strategy is very different than your email strategy. Think about each of those tools in context. And going back to the first point, setting goals and specific roadmaps for each of those different tools. They're intended to achieve different outcomes. So make sure you think about them individually and what you want to use them for to achieve your ultimate goals for your business. For all of this and a whole lot more to help you run your business more efficiently, make sure you go to trovebusiness.com and check out all of the amazing resources we have, including our partners portal, which Chloe Digital is now a part of. We have some amazing resources for you that will really help you when it comes to growing your business. Quick shout out to Pete Crimmy, who always makes us sound better over the podcast than we do in person. We appreciate the support, Pete. And once again, if you like what you heard on the podcast, make sure you leave us that five-star rating and leave us a glowing review. It always helps, and we really do appreciate it. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Influencer Business. I'm your host, Rich Gudelari, and we'll see you next time.